Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be talking about season eight episode. No, season four, episode eight, The Unusual Suspects. Is that based on yeah. something? Uh, nope. Very original. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, the HBO Max episode summary says Dawson, Pacey, and Jack are suspected of a senior class prank. This episode first aired November. <laughs> the look I just got from his ass was like, eh. The eh. This episode first well, aired. I have a comment. Okay. Uh, November 22nd in the year 2000, written by Jonathan Kasdan and directed by James Whitmore Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we do that for him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would like to add an asterisk to that description. Pacey, Dawson, and Jack, and the two black guys in Capeside get suspected of pulling off a prank. Because they literally call Pacey, Dawson, and Jack, and then two other random guys are walking to the office, too, behind them. And they happen to be black. And I don't think that was a coincidence. <laughs> They're just they like, yeah. And the black guys, bring them too. It's probably them. It's the only two black guys at school that are and that we, age, I'm sure. never seen them ever before, but they're like, this is like a crime happening. We have to cast two black guys because that'll make it real, right? Like, that's so, so something that a network would say. Yeah. Because fuck it's networks. Would you say fuck the networks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebel. Yeah, you are. Um, what you drinking today, Zaz? My drink of choice today is a Cape May Tan Limes beer from Cape May Brewery, one of my favorite breweries in New Jersey. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but I'm from New Jersey. Huh. Say more about that. Yeah, no, I know. I don't talk about it often. I don't like to really brag, but um, my beloved home state of New Jersey, uh, I, some call me the voice of the tri-state area. I, you know, it's what people say. I didn't, I don't condone it, but it's just, I can't help what people say. And I love New Jersey unabashedly. And uh, yeah, everybody visit Cape May Brewing. Cool. I uh, do not get sponsored by them. Although we should. Well, we can see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. Like, hit us up. Yeah. Um, what are I'm you drinking? drinking? Water. Oh, good. But I just finished a fairly weak, um, Moscow Mule because I was refilling my um my decanters and had just like a little bit of vodka left and I was like I guess I'll make a Moscow Mule. Nice. I was gonna have coffee. <laughs> and then okay. I went for a completely opposite opposite thing. But now you're washing it all down with some H two O. I love that. Yeah. Um. And prior to this, I had a tattooed chef burrito, which is like a vegetarian plant based company. And I own stock in them. So everybody go buy them. Nice. Tattooed Because <laughs> I chefs. buy them so often that I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do a little bit of stock in them. It's not doing well. <laughs> it's not doing well. Um, <laughs> well, everyone's going to need burritos, you know. Burritos yeah. never go out of style. It's true. Yeah. Plant-based burritos might. That's not true. Uh, as climate change continues to power through uh, all of our sure. lives. I'm sure plant-based items might get a little bit better. Cold open. Um, so we've got a very weird slow-mo through the school. Um, we do not see our main cast at all before an extra comes running in and tells, hey, everybody, you got to come see what they did to the pool. Body. 
poor guy. Yeah, he was like, this is my fucking moment. I finally cast in a network show. I have one line and I'm going to crush it. Did you recognize him? Um, No. You didn't? No, who was it? A Hemsworth. What? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, no, it was a Pratt. Um, yeah, so the uh, senior prank is that the principal's boat and pup have been put into the middle of the pool. And then um, it's a pretty... Like, it's a pretty impressive prank, but it does not last very long because everyone's like, whoa, this is wild. And then a couple of the swimmers are like, okay, I'll go get it. So they <laughs> pull this We're already in bathing side. suits, so I guess we'll go get it. And I, I was um, changed out for swim PE. <laughs> so <laughs> we're already, we can't practice with this fucking thing here, so we might as well pull it out. <laughs> I need to do my laps. Um, so I pull it out and um, the pup jumps off the boat and runs to... Jack. Jack. Well, you know, Jack's dog friendly. Yeah. I, I, I know that like the cold open is supposed to lead us to believe that maybe Jack did this. But I really was like, no, he just is a good guy. And I think a yeah. dog can see that. I agree. <laughs> I didn't buy that Jack could have anything to do with this prank. Not our sweet prince, Jack. No. Um, so act one, speaking of our sweet prince, Jack, there are multiple suspects, as you pointed out. Um, they have, it's Doss, who is a suspect because Mitch is his dad. Doss can get the keys to the school because of Mitch. Um, Pacey is a suspect because he's a boat guy. Obviously. And he's just like a prankster, trickster, jokester. I love (laughs) that. TM. (laughs) Suck it, Tom. (laughs) Tom just pops out and sues you. (laughs) um and then jack jackers is a suspect because um the dog as he says the dog fingered him yeah what okay so what i literally not rewound but i went back just to make sure i heard that line right because then they cut it off real fast he was like the dog fingered me cut i was like excuse me what (laughs) can we just a quick question So what what was um, that about? Yeah, have you ever heard that for, saying before? Not from a dog. <laughs> Not from an animal that doesn't have fingers. Um, you've never heard like, oh, they they um like in crime, like they made me, they said I was I did it. Oh uh, no. They fingered me. Now, it's not a great saying, but that is the saying. Especially not in a teen drama. <laughs> no. Right. Right. Well, we all like, know I'm a pervert, so well, yeah, we like that you stick to your character. <laughs> All right, act one. Um, there are multiple suspects. Oh, I already said that part. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go suspect by suspect. Suspect. By suspect. <laughs> we'll go sunset by sunset. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so we'll go suspect by suspect because, um, so it'll be out of order for the episode but storyline by storyline, I think that's easier. Okay. Hard to explain, easier to do. What does Jay think? Uh, J- hang on. Jay says that she does not like we talk about her so much that so she's not going to listen to the show anymore. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, so let's start with Jack. Uh, it's the morning and Jack is at Graham's house with flowers for Graham's for the hell of it. Because he cute. 
And then great news for Jen. They can change her community service from picking up trash to go coach soccer with Jack. Because they don't have anything else to do with Jen Lindley right now. They really don't. They really don't. Or Joey. Well, I guess this episode is kind of a specific example. But anyway. Yeah. I feel like um, if they had something to do with Jen, we would have seen it in this episode. And we'll get to that later in the episode. But I was like, where's Jen to be like, fuck this. I'm burning this shit to the ground. We'll talk about it. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, so he le- he like tells Jen, hey, I switched your community service and give those flowers to Grams because I'm adorable. And then he is meeting Drew at the hardware store for Karma. Jen's like, what the fuck are you doing hanging out with him? And he's like, I don't know, it's Karma. Uh, They're going to do a project together for chemistry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You said that as if I was supposed to have an answer to that. With you so far? (laughs) Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, And then uh, we're on to Pace. So we'll go act by act, character by character. Um, Pacey. So what we'll do is... So what I've done is watch the show. <laughs> really hot here in LA. <laughs> uh, on to Pace. Um, his day starts with um, kissing Joey, your favorite. Mm. Uh, and then he's headed to go spend the day with Doug to learn how to be a cop. Because as a reminder, his aptitude test suggested that he is best suited to be a cop. Hard disagree. But you know what, Pacey? I support you. Yeah. Yeah. We and have to. all of a sudden, Doug is like not mean anymore either. All of the previously mean characters are like suddenly angels. Like even Doug is like this supportive, cute little brother or big brother. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because now we just have Drew. So we don't need them to be like homophobic or anything. Drew's just sucking all the villain out of everyone. Yeah. Um, I sounded very drunk when I said sucking out of the villain out of everyone. How's that tan limes going? It's it's the only beer I've had today. It's the only (laughs) beer I've had today. Oh, what'd you have? No, that's really it. I, I just want it. I was eating some dry pretzels. So I need something to wash it down. Um, so Pacey, his day is so far just like eating a donut, listening to the police scanner. Not too shabby so far, I would say. Um, and then we got Doss. Doss, to start with, he lost the key to Mitch's car. Um, so that is a bummer. So Gail drops him off at Mr. Brooks's house because uh, that's going to be his morning filled with just hanging, hang time with Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks needs him to file through his like office papers. And this time he's going to pay him. Good. Especially good because his office is like a hoarder's office. Yeah, it's a nightmare. And then we learn, as Dawson learns, that Mr. Brooks' aspiration in high school was to be a filmmaker. And then Dawson's like, oh, no. (laughs) That's how we all (sighs) feel about you, Dawson. (laughs) Yeah, we hate that. Do you hate that? We hate this. (laughs) Isn't Uh, it annoying, Dawson? Yeah, I know. It's super lame, right? Like, have a different aspiration. <laughs> I'm talking to myself, I think, a little bit. I know. Yeah, it's it's triggering a little. Yeah. <laughs> um, who do you wait? We... Who do you think Mr. Brooks looked up to when he was Dawson's age? Stevie Spiels. It's <laughs> still applied. Yeah. I bet um, Mr. Brooks liked those Warner Brothers. Yeah, he was like he was like Jack a Warner. big hum- Humphrey Bogart guy. Oh, I bet. Nobody did it quite like Hitchcock. Now, who's that? That's Mr. Brooks. <laughs> okay, that I admit that wasn't the best Mr. Brooks. <laughs> um, um, 
we also find out um, through because it's like back and forth between seeing them in real time have these interactions and then also in the interrogation. And um, Mitch is like, hey, 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 um, shut the fuck up. We know you want to be a filmmaker. In ninth grade, didn't you and Pacey um, make a pact to put on a baller senior prank? <laughs> and we all know that packs cannot be broken. And not be broken. Loved it. Also kind of fucked Austin a little bit because he goes, I, listen, I'll tell you, I didn't do this. I can't speak for Pacey. Mm. Come on, guy. Be nice. You're this your friend. Your friend. <laughs> uh, act two, same deal. We'll go fella by fella. Jack, soccer time for Jack. And Molly is there. Molls. Molly with her very bright yellow hair. Yes. Natural. I mean, she's a kid. So probably not. Um, Child actor. <laughs> um, Molly gets to be goalie. Yes. You're going to fucking love it. Fucking love being a goalie. You're going to love it, kid. <laughs> um, she does not want to do it, which is a bummer for her. She says that the reason, significant, more of a significant bummer, is that the reason she doesn't want to do it is because she knows that if she takes the goal, the boys will um, tease her out of spite. Fucking boys. They ruin everything. They ruin everything. You know what? I would like to see a study, an overtime case study, or not case study, like an overtime study on how many young girls bail out on sports because dumb fucking boys tease them. I think that number is alarmingly high. Yeah. Man. Imagine if Megan Rapino like, got bullied. I mean, I'm sure she never- did. She still does. Yeah. No, uh, uh, no, hang on. Are you trying to say that a liberal lesbian ath- female athlete is bullied? I, I know it's hard to believe and I am incredibly unique for having this opinion, but I do think that people are not very nice to her. I would Interesting. imagine. I think it. Do you think it's helped or hurt by the fact that she is um, steadfast in her beliefs and very outspoken about them? Helps, yeah. Uh, you know, I actually don't know if that matters. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I think people matter. would probably not like her either way because uh, people are disgusting. Yeah. Well, luckily she plays sports, and that's how we know about Sue Bord. Sue Bird. Yeah, yeah, baby. No, we know about <laughs> Sue Bord because Sue- now I'm saying Sue Bord. Look what you've done to me. <laughs> You're welcome. We know about Sue Bird because she's a legend in the game of basketball. Indeed, retiring. In fact, yes, unfortunately. Hey, how do you know that? I learned about it on a podcast. Which podcast? Um, uh, Sports, sports, sports. (laughs) It's called Sports, Sports, Sports and only Sports, Sports, Sports. Uh, Babesoffthebench.com. Oh, my God. God. Uh, Big fan of the host. Big fan of the host. Um, Jen, so Molly's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Jack's like, oh, no, but goalie. Um, Jen says that she and Molly are the same. Uh, they both try and take the easy way out. So Jack's like, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to convince her. And he kind of like, I don't know. He just knows how to like tease her and twist her into doing it. And she's like, um, fine, I'll, I'll say yes to being a goalie. But I know that you tried to trick me. I'm smarter than you. Yeah. I like it. I it's like cute. It's like a little tongue in cheek. And it's a nice um, counterbalance to what they're doing with the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I love um, Jen's little physical humor in the net where she gets all caught up in it and trips. 
<laughs> I like legit laughed out loud watching that because I love when people get hurt. I do. I, I like I'm one of those people who will like literally laugh if someone gets punched in the face like as a joke. Like I love physical comedy. <laughs> God, I'm so sweaty right now. I'm sorry, bud. Me too, if it helps. Right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, and then over on Pace, some mysterious records indicate that Pacey was the only one with access to the warehouse where the boat was stored. And I don't know what those records What are those mysterious records? Uh, um, they were better like, off saying security cameras. Yeah, anything. Just like records indicate. Wait, what's up? <laughs> Say more about that. <laughs> uh, Pacey's like, listen, I'll tell you about my day. It's going to be fucking boring. Um, and it is boring. It's also very hurtful. <laughs> for poor Doug because uh, they're Aww. sitting there in the car and um, Doug's like just l- waiting for people to speed past. Pacey's like, hey, when you're sitting here and there's like nothing to do, do you ever just feel like your life has no meaning? Yeah, it's kind of harsh, Pacey. Yeah. Like, he's a cop. His life does not have no meaning. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, he is kidding. there to protect and serve in general. And you could tell it, like, hurts him, too. Yeah. I kind of liked Doug in this episode for once. Yeah. So, wait, is he, like, gay? Because we're still going hard on the gay jokes with Doug. Like, is he... Is this a thing? We, I think it's the year 2000, and we are meant to believe that he is not gay because of how he denies it. Sure. And we're still, um, it's the year 2000, and we're still, like, using being gay as an insult. Eh. To be fair, um, people use it as an insult now. Still. That is true. Because <laughs> somebody people... commented, you saw that. Somebody commented yeah. on me. Just be like, your wife must be proud of you. Fuck. Like, you, I would be so lucky to have a wife. Yeah. Wives yeah. are great. <laughs> Trust me, I am one. We're amazing. Oh. Strong agree. So then after we check in on uh, the other boys, we see Pacey and Doug again. And now they're looking out for a dog, a dog, not a Doug. We have a Doug. He's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Doug is obviously still upset because like. No, thanks to me. No, no, thanks for me. But this is his calling. He's very proud to be a cop. Um, and he's bummed that his brother doesn't respect him. Yeah, I agree. You know what, Doug? I'm on your side on this one. Yeah. Um, but then because nobody in the Water family has ever heard of therapy, uh, he yells at Pacey and says that in his life, if he ever cares about or as is as good at anything as Doug is at being a cop, um, he'd be shocked. And that if he ever judges him again, he will beat the ugly out of him. Okay. And there he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. There you are, There's Peter. the old Doug we know and kind of don't really need around. <laughs> you see, there you are, Peter. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, and um, then they're back in the interrogation room and Pacey tells Mitch, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, um, you know... You, Mitch, know that I would actually never do this. You know that I wouldn't have done this. So what am I actually doing here? And then that's when Pacey learns that Dawson threw him under the bus. Which sucks. That does suck. Yeah. 
Um, and then over with Dawson, who is still with Mr. Brooks until Gretchen honks and picks him up. Gretchen's looking so cute, too. Oh, she cute. She's always looking cute. She's always looking cute. I specifically liked her hair in this scene. It looked very polished. Polished. Polished was the <laughs> word I was trying to save myself from saying. And then uh, Mr. Brooks is like, hey, you want to go Mac with your girl? Okay. Got him. You need to <laughs> be back in three hours because you're not done with your work yet. You got a three hour break. Okay. All right. Dawson's Dawson's like, like, I, I only need 30 hours. seconds, but okay. <laughs> I'm a virgin still. That's kind of like a key piece of my um, character development. So it's, <laughs> uh, I'll be literally right back. Um, so Gretchen and Dawson leave and then she drops him at home where Drew is waiting because apparently they hung out the night before, grabbed a movie that night and Drew is there to say thanks. Um, and he's also there because uh, Dawson left Mitch's key in Drew's house. And when Drew says, why are you hanging out with me? Why were you nice to me yesterday? And Dawson's like, I don't know, man. Like, let's call it just like a little bit of karma. Act three. Um, this time, we're going to start with Doss. Dawson. Dawson. Um, as promised, he did return to Mr. Brooks' house, who immediately fired him. Oh, bummer. Saw that one that coming. Yeah, Dawson, you're free. Like, don't fight it. But now that he knows that Mr. Brooks wanted to be a filmmaker. He's suddenly intrigued. He's like, oh, maybe yeah. there's like a symbolic connection here. Yeah. Um, he tells Mr. Brooks that um, they like have a fight. Dawson thinks he knows everything. And he's like, you're a fucking you're alone. And Mr. Brooks is like, OK. Um, and then Dawson comes back and tells him that he walked out because he's scared because Mr. Brooks walked out on his dreams and he doesn't want to be like that. All right. It's like nice but, and mean. His tone yeah. was nice. His words were mean. That's like a theme for this whole episode. A lot of mean words and nice yeah. tones. Uh, you have nice tones. You have nice tones. You also have nice delts. Oh. Yeah. Gun show. <laughs> uh, and then over to Jack, where a bunch of parents men obviously um are upset because jack is putting molly a girl in the goal well if there's one thing we can all agree on it's like girls are not good at sports so that's probably why they don't care about sports yeah the audience right so like to get back to like being serious very serious yeah. Um, they're really very upset that a girl's playing on the team and not this has nothing to do with Jack being gay. No, they literally say, hey, man, we kept it quiet when we found out that you, a man, like to kiss other men. That's, we got over it because we kiss sometimes. (laughs) Look how big we are. We got over (laughs) it, man. Uh, um, But you put a girl in this peewee soccer league game this co-ed soccer league no 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 we will not stand and it's not even like we don't want this you're risking everything it's like if you put her in that goal we are going to lose because she's a girl so we lose immediately and you're fired and then we'll burn you at the stake so choose wisely bye goodbye gay boy (laughs) 
You're gay fired. <laughs> uh, and in true Jack being awesome form, he's just like, whatever, <laughs> go away. So he puts her in the goal anyway. Because la- ladies can play soccer. Um, here and he is believed I, in her. Yeah, he did. Um, here is what I did the research on. These are facts that you know, but it feels nice to include because we are um, at the 50th anniversary of Title IX. Yes, yes, yes. And ladies can play soccer. Woo! Um, against our better judgment, frankly. Woo! Uh, um, so here are a couple things. This is from the Washington Post amidst the equal pay dispute. Quote, in recent years, the U.S. women's team has outperformed the men's national team by consistently being ranked number one worldwide and winning the Women's World Cup in 2015 and gold medals in 2004, 2008, and 2012 Summer Olympics. While the women's team enters this year's World Cup, which, spoiler alert, they won, as favorites, the U.S. men failed to qualify for the, for the 2018 World Cup, didn't advance past the knockout stage in the 2014 World Cup, and hasn't secured a medal since 1904. Uh, Additionally, from CNBC, in 2016, women's games generated $1.9 million more in revenue than men's games. From 2016 to, two, to 2018, women's games generated approximately $50.8 million in revenue, compared with $49.9 million for the men's games. And finally, from ESPN, after the women's national team won the Women's World Cup for the third straight time, Nike said its earnings report. Nike said in its earnings report that the women's 2019 stadium home jersey is now the number one selling soccer jersey, men or women's, ever sold on Nike.com in one season. Fanatics said this is the top selling U.S. soccer team, U.S. soccer national team, men or women's of all time, with sales more than 500% greater this year versus the same period through the semifinals in 2015. Equal pay is great. Fair pay is better, right? We should just pay them more than the men. They generate more. Why not pay them more? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if that's the argument the men have been making for many, 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 many years, they can't just go and change their mind now that the men aren't making as much money. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on sports? I know that's not really your thing. Yeah, no, it's not really my wheelhouse. But um, if you wanted to know what I personally had to say about sports and like equal pay and stuff, there is a website I'd love you to check out, babesoffthebench.com or at babesoffthebench on Instagram. And now over to Pacey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, to button up this storyline, which I um, failed to really mention this part. Uh, the team, Jack's team did win. Molly was in the goal. She did an excellent job. She's a very famous soccer player now. But those shitty anti-women dudes still fired Jack because even though they won, they still put Molly, or he still put Molly, a girl, into the goal, <laughs> and she had three goals go past her. So, so she sucks clearly. Yeah, even her though they first won. time ever in the goal. Yeah, they, these guys blow. Yeah, one of them is wearing a sweater around his shirt or his shoulders. Ugh. Oh God, what an idiot! <laughs> uh, and now into Pacey, where Pace is sitting in the back seat with Doug, um, or in the back seat while Doug picks up groceries and then brings them to Mike. Mike is a friend of Doug's who is blind. So Doug like helped him pick up his groceries, make sure he got home safe. And then Pacey's like, oh, maybe not the worst thing that's ever existed in the entire world. That's nice. That's manners. They have like a little change of heart. (laughs) Um, And then at nine o'clock, they get a call saying that a boat is missing. 
And so he and Doug head to the boatyard where they find Drew. And everyone's like, whoa, free, and a lot of freeze. And a lot of atmosphere behind him. It's very epic. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't know boatyards were so smoky. I hate Drew, but he looked cool as shit in this scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a, it, this a whole episode is very stylistic. I know they were going for the whole film noir thing, especially with like the uh, fan through the window lights. They did a good job. James. Hmm. Great job, James go? Whitmore Jr. Grams. We forgot to tell everyone that Grams is in the audience this week. <laughs> yeah. She's really using her pipes today that she's in the back. I don't try to give her um, front row seats because she's unruly. Yeah. And then it becomes a thing. And it becomes a whole thing. So I stick her in the back. May I say one more thing about this Molly storyline? No, thank you. Oh, okay. Let's move on. Because <laughs> are we going to yeah, go back and back. talk about the ending or no? We're done with the Molly thing. The um, Jack and Molly? Yeah. Jetton? Yeah, that's, yeah. we will. But do you want to talk about it now? No, I'll wait until we get to it. I don't want to confuse the audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd hate for the audience to be confused. I'd hate for my audience uh, here in my live show to be confused. I have a long line of people waiting for a high five, so. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want them to be confused. Um, okay, so they get to the boat yard. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> uh, we get to the boat yard. Drew, um, Drew's like, no, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm here because my mom, someone called about the missing boat. They called my mom. My mom called me. I called the police. Um, Doug's like, I'm pretty sure you took the boat because you're bad. And Drew goes, hey, man, you see a boat on me? You can frisk me if you want. I bet you'd like it. Like, what? <laughs> and then he adds, come on, let's do the man dance. What? <laughs> like, this whole scene was so weird. So weird. Well shot, weirdly written. Yeah. Um, and then on that, Drew leaves and Pacey's like, hey, I hate this day. Sorry that I was kind of a dick to you, but overall, it's been pretty boring. I'm going to have Drew take me home. Um, so Drew takes him home. And that seems to be enough for the principal and Mitch who are like, all right, you can go. See ya. <laughs> so Pacey gets to go. Um, and then um, back as he's leaving, he's like, hey, I didn't do it. Just so you know, Dawson didn't do it. Even though Dawson was mean to me, I'll be nice about Dawson and say Dawson did not do it. And Mitch, like all. Gives a little side smile in the corner. Like, okay. Uh, and then back to Dawson, who says the same thing about Pacey, and then Pacey's GDG. And then on that, the principal says, actually, I'm good. I know who did it. Great. Let's wrap this thing up, guy. Got to. We're in Act 4. Drew! That little shit. That's who the principal thinks did it. Of course. That's who the principal knows did it. Oh. Because Drew's a little <laughs> shit. Yeah, he is a little shit. I can't believe he wasn't it makes sense from a storytelling perspective, but I can't believe that they were not like, Drew, we'll why don't you come you? on in here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of these two guys who were racially profiled. So then they run through how he thinks Drew did it. So at the hardware store, Drew bought the paint that he used, that he used to paint um, Class of 2001 on the boat's sail. Uh, then he returned Mitch's keys, which he um, were the keys to Mitch's car, but also keys to the school. He's that he definitely made copies of. And then finally, he was caught in the boatyard. So makes sense. He would be the guy. Yeah, but we see a hand painting the class of 2001, but we don't 
pan all the way down to see that it was Drew. So you're just like, wait, maybe it's not. What did you think at this point? I mean, at this point, I figured there was some way for it to be Pacey. Yeah, if at this you're at the top of Act Four and you're saying who did it, so it's not true, obviously. Yeah, you thought Pacey. Yeah, because he's a little menace. I had a minute where I thought maybe Joey. Ooh, Joey couldn't pull pull it all off by herself, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, sleepy. Oh, well, yeah, I've been doing a lot of stuff today. It's hard to pack and repack and unpack and pack. It's hard to be alive, honestly. Honestly. Um, so on that, Drew, guilty. He'll be suspended for two weeks and on probation for the rest of the year. And then he's cleaning out his locker and he passes by Joey or Joey passes by him. He calls out to her. He calls her Joey Potter. No, hang on. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Had, I guess Harry Potter came out already. Yeah. No. I guess. It just seemed early. Like, I, I didn't even think of those two worlds intersecting. All my Potterheads. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> um, what a so crazy Joey's... coincidence if it didn't and he just happened to call her Harry Potter. Crazy coincidence and kind of a dick nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Fellas, don't call ladies Harry. Oh, trust me. <laughs> Ooh, I was called Harry so much. I'll kill them. I I can give you names after the show. Thank you. Why wait? Put them on. Put them on blast right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he's like, hey, tell the boys to shit. And Joey's like, what boys? What happened? He tells her that karma finally caught up to him. As a reminder, Dawson, Pacey, and Jack all car- called their time with Drew a little bit of karma. Which was subtle. Intrigue. It was very subtle. Mm. Um, outside the police station, Pacey is waiting for Doug with donuts. He said the ride along was actually illuminating. He thinks his job matters. He had a change of heart and um, good for him. That's nice. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And I like Doug's reaction of like, I think that he doesn't know how to process niceness. Because again, the Witter family needs about needs therapy. therapy. Yeah. Um, so he says, oh, no, you know, if it wasn't me, it would be someone else. And I like Pacey pushing him back and saying, like, no, but it is you. And it matters that it's you. That's nice. Mature. Uh, in Dawson's room, Gretchen's there with him as Dawson's looking Mr. Brooks up. Um, he's not finding anything. So Gretchen's like, hey, maybe he used a nickname. Chief, Ace, Doc. And then Dawson jokes. Oh, yeah, like the great director, Chief Tarantino, which I only bring up because I think any time is a good time to remind people that um, Quentin Tarantino seems like a real dick. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, actually, it's not a bad idea because then he searched for A.I. Brooks and he finds a ton of stuff. Dude was a very pro- he was prolifically in the biz. He was. Pro- well, we would know because we are too prolifically in the biz. I am so glad he didn't go by Doc Brooks. Oh, my God. Because that would have yeah. been the worst. Yeah. AI Brooks is a good one. That's pretty good. That's a great stage name. Yeah. Uh, and then over at the McPhee Manor, here's your scene. Uh, Molly's crying and wants to apologize for getting him fired. She's like, I get it. But Molly, do not let the fucking patriarchy bring you down, buddy. Well, that's what got me so fired up is like these douchebags who are so up in arms about a girl playing sports aren't thinking about the ramifications that it has on this young girl who is like, 
tortured emotionally because she thinks it's her fault that she got this coach fired and she shows up to his house crying. Like, that's so traumatic for a young person. She's not going to forget about that. So just ugh. mad. You're so great. <laughs> that's all. Just nobody thinks about how it affects those that you're trying to pull, hold down. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she is Megan Rapino right now. She grew up to be Megan Rapino. Hell yeah. She fucking could be. You're right. 20s. No, God, she's too young to be Megan Rapino. Oh, you think? Oh, well, she was eight. She's like an eight yeah. year old. Yeah. So then she's 30. Oh. Rapino's like my age. All right. So Alexa, maybe she how be old like, is uh, Megan Rapino? Maybe she could be like a uh, Alex Morgan. Oh, yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, Different hair, though. Well, we all know that it was fake. It was too yellow. (laughs) Um, I their little bonding scene together is so, so sweet. Jack says that they did not. They fired him because they disagree with who he is as a coach, not who she is as a player. And then he can't be like, they fired me because I'm gay. Um, he just says that he is confusing to people like Billy's dad, but we can't hate people like that. We have to just keep um, being the best people that we are. It's nice. I wish that somewhere in there he would have <laughs> said, I wish that somewhere in there he would have said something like, I put you in because I believe in you and still do. And they disagreed with that, which is their problem. Well, that's why you're a better coach than he is. Or a better writer. Oh, just kidding. I rewrite television shows all the time in my head when I watch them. (laughs) And I'm like, come on, you were so close to this being good. (laughs) Uh, At the Leary house of wink, wink. um, (laughs) Joey is there to see Dawson. Mitch answers the door and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Dawson might be upstairs. I don't fucking know. Uh, Hey, you see him, though. (laughs) I don't care. Just get him out of here. <laughs> <Go away. laughs> um, um, he sends her up with a message, though. If you see Dawson, tell him I know and congrats. Mr. Manmade's so cool. I love it because what are you going to what are you going to do? You're going to fucking get him suspended for two weeks. He's a good kid who did one He's, prank. Yeah, he pulled off a great prank. Like, good for him. Yeah. He got away with it. You should be proud. Yeah. And he is. Yeah, I like it. Because Mitch is cool. So she gets up there and she's, there's Dawson cleaning up and she's like, oh, hey. And then there's Pacey helping them like buddy, buddy. And then Jack oh climbs God. in through the window of friendship. The ladder isn't there. So. Oh, sure. Um, How did he get uh, up then? I don't know. He says it's really hard to climb up there without the ladder. <laughs> it <laughs> seems like Mitch is letting people into the house, my guy. Like you could have got her out he the could have just knocked on the front door. But that's yeah. just me. Uh, <laughs> um, they're all friends now. Yeah. Well, Andy made it so. Yeah. Before she said um, au revoir. I haven't watched 13 going on 30. Oh, that's friends. It's both. Eh. When Rachel's leaving to go to oh, France. Yeah. They're really going to hate me over there. <laughs> uh, so let's see how it really happened. Dawson bought the paint. That's not true at all. Jack bought the paint and took it. And the dog to a rendezvous point. Dawson went to the storage facility um, between his two Mr. Brooks visits using the code that Pacey gave him. 
he took the boat and Mitch's car to that same rendezvous point. Finally, Pacey, after Drew dropped him off near the rendezvous point, took the boat and the dog to the school. Boom. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Later that night, uh, Dawson and Pacey are burying the evidence, just the two of them. I don't know why they're burying the evidence. They got away with it. Your guys were good. Like, you could just probably throw that in the trash. No one's really going to go through it. I actually don't know what they're burying now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, like the paint can, the brush. (laughs) Uh, They're burying something, a body, perhaps. Who knows? Um, And Pacey says that something's been right tonight that hasn't been right for a long time. And he, it's nights like on nights like this that he keeps forgetting why they're not being friends. Austin's like, it's not that simple. Um, Pace is like, yeah, no, like I get it. But he talks about how it felt for Dawson. To, um, uh, Dawson talks about how it felt for him to see Pacey and Joey together out on the porch when he learned about everything, uh, how it felt, how, how it felt for Pacey to hear Dawson say that he'd never be able to trust him again. Um, and then off of Pacey's prompting, Dawson says that he would like to believe it's possible that he could trust Pacey again just one day. All right. A glimmer of hope. Yeah. Not right now. One day. But like when, Dawson? I don't know, dude. You guys are burying a body together. Like what? (laughs) What else do you need? Yeah. There we go. That's the episode. Next week, season four, episode nine. Kiss, kiss. Bang, bang. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kim. What's up, bud? Hey, uh, I know you're busy, but um, real quick, if someone wanted sure. to talk to you about train destinations and stay vacations, where could they find you? Oh, buddy. Well, just look up the hashtag stay vacation. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll be the only one using it. Why? Um, That's such a common phrase. A very common phrase. Everyone's saying, oh, on my stay vacation. Yeah, uh, it rolls right um, off the tongue. <laughs> uh, at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim Moffat is here. On TikTok, lots of train content coming up. Coming up. Yeah, I'm so excited. Me too. And nervous. Well, yeah, but um, I don't want you to see that I'm nervous for you. Okay. Wait, why are you nervous? It's just, I, you know, you're going to be by yourself. Did you ever get that mace? Same reason I'm nervous. Yeah, I got mace. Oh, okay, good. Uh, I, got, I got the um, birdie, that thing where you pull it and it does a really loud noise. Perfect. I got a knuckle thing. Yes, so proud of you. And you have your farmer's almanac, so you're I'm set. ready. I'm really yes. ready. We haven't read for the farmer's almanac. Not not once since you've gotten it. What's tomorrow gonna be like? Well, people are people are listening to this at a different time. Yeah, they're gonna listen to this on the uh hold please. Holding. They're gonna hear this bad boy so long from now. Like July. July 26th. Oh, shit. I'm just going to be gone so much. All right. So let's try and figure out what July 26th looks like. Hang on. It's very difficult. Wherever you are, this is what it'll be. Yeah, no matter what. July 26th. It's very confusing. That's a Tuesday. The sun will rise at 5.31 a.m. So set your calendar. It'll set at 8.10 p.m. It's going to be a 14 hour and 39 minute day. So just a heads up. The sun, high time, high tides in Boston, Boston heads. Um, uh, Don't ten, go surfing on that day. Uh, ten and three quarters high tide time. Well, I can't be right. That's not a time, but it says ten and three quarters. So um, Boston heads enjoy. Um, the sun will, the moon will rise at three oh eight p.m. 
and set at 7.19 a.m. Thank God we have this because we don't all have a single device that could tell us this thing. The astrological... I think it's um, uh, cancer. It's a really hard book to read. <laughs> maybe that's why no one reads them anymore. Um, maybe. Here, what I've learned, the only thing I've learned about the Farmer's Almanac so far is that each month produces a poem. A poem? For reasons unknowable, but I'll read it to you now. Fireworks, both natural and patriotic, amaze our gazes. It's hot as blazes. Here's a friendly warning. No key, no kite. Stay in at night. Ben Franklin. Though plucky was mighty lucky. <laughs> I do not get this book at all. I'm going to figure it out for us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that poem. Uh, uh, AOS. Yes. Is I want to talk to you about sports ball. Do you know about sports? Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can find me at Ashley Zaz on Instagram, or you can find me at Babes Off the Bench. On Instagram and Twitter, babesoffthebench.com. We're elevating women's sports, baby, because women are amazing. Beautiful. And, and our social medias? None. No, don't, don't you dare shake your head. You None. know we have social needs needs. I got fucking needs. I have social needs wants. <laughs> uh, we have social needs needs? Yes, we sure do. It's at Dawson's Darlings. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I'll go see there then. What? Wow, that was special. Wowzers. All right. Well, it's been something. 